I know things you never see. You never see someone taking a shit while running at full speed. Come on, Key, get rid of some of them turds in the shit box. Welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast with me, Rab himself. This week on the podcast, I have skateboard photographer Rick Kosick. He's also well known in the jackass world as the camera guy who pukes a lot. He's a great friend of mine, so we sat down and had a fun conversation about skateboarding, comedy, and what inspires you. Check out the episode. Okay, cool. Well, well, thanks for coming out to do the podcast. Uh, my guest is Rick Kosick, and uh, a lot of you know him from Jackass, but he's also uh, known from uh, his skateboarding photography, Big Brother, um, did Wild Boys. Uh, right now, currently, you're doing King of the Road. Yeah, I shot the all three seasons that's been featured on Viceland Television Network, and uh, it's airing right now. Yeah, that's awesome. So... Um, so what, what is like kind of the idea of the King of the Road? The uh, King of the Road is an idea that Michael Burnett created and uh, where each team gets a book and they have to follow these challenges, you know, and then whoever gets the most points, I guess, I guess that's how it works, wins the, the prize of $50,000 and they get the cover of Thrasher Magazine and you know, be exposed uh, to the world on a national scale. Yeah, that's awesome. So they just choose, like, the skaters that they put on the teams? Or well, like... no, these are actual teams that are, you know, you know, going right now. So, like, right now it's Element. Oh, nice. And then Real Skateboards and Foundation. These guys are all on the team already. And they're all good friends. And, uh, yeah, so they all get along great. And, you know, they have fun participating in all these messed up challenges that they have to do in order to win. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I, I feel like, um, you know, and obviously you know way better than I because you've been in skateboarding forever, but I feel like that's kind of like the feeling like where it used to be. You know, like yeah. where, where like teams used to tour and do all this stuff. And not that they don't still, but I mean before all the youtube and all this other stuff like you know you used to you used to do your part and, and film your video part forever before your your the you know the team yeah. video would come out and so i i feel like there was a lot there was like a huge camaraderie there with the team like building things up and, and touring around and doing that and uh and that seems like like what's yeah there. you know i guess it's kind of like a, a different scale of a, of a video part but there's just a little bit more personality added to it and uh you know Thrasher's been doing this for quite a long time already, but it's just like a, they just show like the tricks and stuff. And with uh, what we do on Viceland is we really go in and develop their personalities more. You see, you get to learn each person about what they're about, and you know, and it's it's fun, you know. And my, some of my favorite characters I've always worked with is this guy named Mike Sinclair. He's just a team manager, but he's super funny. He's just a very comedic guy, and he's just just really gift of gab he's really great to be on camera he just flows he knows how to talk and he doesn't shut down and um he's just really fun to film I, he's like always been my go-to from the he was on the first season of king of Rob when he was the to, he's a team manager of a toy machine and now he's on the third season which he's on with foundation which is the same company owned by foundation or whatever they're called yeah Oh, that's cool. So, so you just know, like, if man, if I need a need a bit, then I'll just go to him. If and... I need a good soundbite, I always go straight to Mike Sinclair, because you know? he's yeah. just he can just ring him out. He's super funny and uh, he's just really likable and charismatic that way. And 
Uh, but, you know, you try to, talk, you know, go to the skaters, but they're just not as comfortable, you know, talking in front of the camera. And they, it's like a trust, you know? And like, once they kind of earn your trust, then they'll open up a little bit more. And, yeah. So they're, like, focused more on, on the skating part of it. And then and Sinclair's yeah. got, like, a good comedy rhythm. The first season was a little tough because, like, the no one knew what this show was going to turn out like. And they were just worried that they're... You know, are we going to look like the Kardashians TV show or something <laughs> terrible like that? You know, that's not our... No, because you have talent. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I mean, it's yeah, terrible. So, but yeah. they, didn't, they, you know, they didn't know what the format of the show was going to look like, and neither did we, you know? And so we were just filming like nuts, like constantly. The first season was probably the toughest, because we were only getting five hours of sleep every night. Yeah. And, because uh, we just didn't know, and uh, we just didn't want to miss anything, and but as you know, now it's the third season. We've there's like a format that we're following now, and it works, you know. And so there'd be like one night, like, all right, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna go shut down. You you keep filming. I'm gonna go to sleep early, maybe tonight. But I'll get up early in the morning if you go out and do a B-roll pass, you know. Yeah. Just kind of switch up the roles a little bit, which was great, you know, because I don't mind going out filming B-roll. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. And it's so helpful for the story of the show, you know? And there wasn't enough of that in the first season. So, like, your B-roll is kind of, like, just getting shots of the town and wherever Town, at. just anything that's going to help develop, you know, like, a transition into the story, you know? Yeah. And street signs, uh, wherever we may be, like, in Bakersfield. We landed in Bakersfield, so I went and got the Bakersfield sign. It was, like, where uh, the, uh, the Crystal Palace, where Buck Owens used to own. Oh, so there's right. this huge sign that says Bakersfield and Buck Owens. Like, there's a street called Buck Owens Drive. And I don't know if they used these shots, but I hope they did. Um, but I just made sure that that way it just paints the picture of where you're, you know, you're at in this region of the tour. Yeah, and I, and I feel like, you know, being a fellow camera dude, I feel like that's the most fun part. Like, I mean, it's fun to follow the action and, and sure. shoot all that. But then when you get to get creative, when you get to go out and be like, all right, how do I want to shoot this sign? What, you know, yeah. at, at this time of day, like the sun's coming up and there's awesome light or the, or the sun's going down. Or yeah, whatever. I really enjoy going out and shooting B-roll because it's really important part of the story. You know, it's got to shoot the lay of the land, you know, and if you don't have that, you don't have your story, you know? And yeah. Yeah. The action's fun and it's fun to laugh, but it's also really nice to be able to go out by yourself and just get a little creative you know yeah no that's awesome and so and that's airing right now the third season third on. season's airing right now in viceland yeah you know it's dude i see it on your uh instagram rick kosick uh instagram it's like you know you've put up some bits and, and yeah it's, they, it's they send us videos to help promote they're probably gonna be sending me some today because it's gonna air again tomorrow night so uh nice uh yeah so it's just uh yeah it's great man i'm very, and, and, I'm and so who, who are the some of the skaters that are on it right now Oh man, I'm like a little out of the loop. Like I, I, am I feel too, like you gro know? growing up, I, I knew everybody that was that was the happening thing. But Nigel, yeah, he's the on, dude I know, obviously, because he's he's on with Element. That part that he put out like not that long ago was freaking ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Like know? it was ridiculous. I literally like got goosebumps watching that. And was like, oh my god, that dude just ended skateboarding. Like he just let it let people know what skateboarding is. Yeah, you know, it was like. Oh, man, it was crazy to watch that part. If you haven't seen that part, check out that Nike video. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And uh, there's a couple of really good guys on the foundation team. They're they're all really good, you know. And but they're just had the right spirit. Is what I really. They're fun. They they weren't like freaked out with the challenges. Like two of the guys, 
got married. Oh yeah, on, on, on the show. On the show. Oh yeah. I mean, every team had that challenge to do, but I think we executed the best. Yeah. And we had it was like a big, you know, section of the show, and it turned out to be kind of really emotional. You know, it's like it was really touching. You know. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean the challenge was to get married? Yeah, two team members have to get married, legally married. To each other? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, but so, but then you said it turned out to be like this this awesome moment. Awesome moment. We went to a place in Reno where you can go get married. Yeah. <laughs> and they kissed on TV. They're just good friends. It's fun and all yeah. that. It's just, but it was a fun moment. Yeah, it turned out really well. You know, it was like, wow, we did a good job of producing this this moment and it they really made a big section of the whole show it's like dang we did a good job yeah no that's cool you know what's like it's insane to me like i think because i'm 38 um i'm a little bit younger than you but like uh but i came up i feel like in the 80s like skateboarding you know when you had those big boards like i always had a, a steve cavallero like that was that was my dude like the Cavalero is the board I always had, but it was like, you know, those huge so boards. Out of everyone in the Bones Brigade, you identify with Steve Cavalero. Yeah, that was that was my dude. <laughs> what were your other friends like? Who do they identify with? Well, Bam always had the Tony Hawk board. Okay. Um, Scott had like Mike McGill or whatever. He had those boards. Um, and then, yeah, I guess um, as we started getting older, uh, different boards, but my, my brother had the Chris Miller board. Oh. And the Bam Bam wheels, you know, like the pink Bam Bam wheels, yeah. <laughs> like way back. So, um, so I remember it was funny because we went to Audio, the the shoe company, um, with, when like with Bam back when we were doing the Viva La Bam show, and you know, like we met Tony and 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 that, and I was like, oh cool, like Tony Hawk. And then we walked by this one room, and Chris Miller was in there. I was like, yo, is that Chris Miller? And everybody was like, what? How do you know Chris Miller? And like, you're not even that blown away by Tony Hawk. I'm like, well, Tony's cool, but like, I, my brother had his board, you know? Yeah. Like, so, um, and, and apparently Chris Miller still like rips. Oh my God. I yeah. just went to the, the Vans contest they just had at the, at the Vans Skate Park. And Chris Miller, they were watching the Masters, I guess, at the Masters Division. Yeah. And he won. And he's so good i'm like i'm like jesus this man's in his mid 50s i hope i'm correct yeah he just <laughs> or early 50s whatever he's whatever. right yeah he shreds i was like dang this guy is really good like yeah. Yeah. but what i like about his his ability is like he has a style and yeah everyone in this time frame of skateboarding had their own style yeah and uh and the way he's just very just he can go in the square pool and just blast like an ollie to lip slide through the corner like it's nothing and just these big airs still and i was like wow man this guy is great yeah i, I was just so excited to watch him skate He's yeah so dude that's good. awesome i would love to have been there yeah because like like when you said everyone has their own style like lance mountain had yeah. his own style you yeah. know and and tony and uh and caballero and and Hasoy was you know like i i mean he was like probably my second. Like Caballero was the, always the dude that I followed and always had his boards. But Hasoy was the dude that was like flying through the air, doing those Christ airs, like that yeah, insane stuff. Yeah, I had stuff. a hammerhead board at one point. Yeah, yeah you know. And, uh, <laughs> I don't think I ever had a Powell board. But, oh yeah. But I watched the Future Permanent video, like 
until that tape broke, you know? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you had. So, you know, you watch those videos and you get pumped and you go out and you try to emulate what they're doing. And it's just, it was fun, you know? Yeah. It was so much fun back then. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, and it's cool. So I was thinking, like, how much it's evolved over the years. Obviously, like, I still have a board that I just cruise around on, but I don't, like, skateboard, you know? Like, yeah. But, uh, but just the level of the, like, the evolution over time where you're, like, at that point, like, people were riding ramps, and then it went to, like, street skate, and then all of a sudden people were, like, street skating and doing that, and and just to watch that evolution. I remember, so when we were young kids, Tony Hawk and Caballero and, like, the Bones Brigade dudes came to Westchester and did, like, a little um, demo. On a mini ramp? Yeah, they built this mini ramp, and you think, like, back then the mini ramps were probably, like, you know, 10 feet wide. Like, they were so yeah. thin. And like you know, they had like a bit of the the vert, but they were like such a different ramp than they are now. But to watch those guys back in the day, we were—I mean, we were blown away. They came in. I think it was like probably you know, it's probably like eighty-seven or something or eighty-eight. They came in and did like a little demo in our small little town, and it was it was the coolest thing ever. It's really cool to see how much skateboarding has advanced, and like by, by coming back, I've been I've been out of the industry for like a decade, and coming in to do the king of the road tv show and to see how good these guys are just mind-blowing i'm like geez yeah how do they, how do, they do it you know i, I know like, i i feel like when i watched that niger part it was like watching tony hawk pro skater it was ridiculous this dude yeah like it was like wait you could do that as a human you I know mean, i guess we don't see all the bails and the attempts they yeah make these maybe they make it right away i don't know you know but i'm sure they're they definitely taking some hard slams you know but yeah but the fact that they're able to knock these tricks out so fast is just mind blowing to me. And like, yeah, and even watching like what was it, Street League or what, some of those contests that like it's like the dudes are putting together lines where that are like real hard and yeah. they're landing it like the whole way. It's yeah, like, I just I just watched the X Games Street just the other day that, that they just had on TV. And, oh yeah, and like these guys are doing these hard tricks like it's nothing. Like, it's <laughs> a video game. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. It is really good. It is crazy how it's how it's evolved to that. Um, but no, that's fun. So and and it made me think of like you know obviously you, you're well known for for Big Brother, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and and like what was that like kind of coming up through? Cause that cause basically what I was talking about with the '80s, like them doing little demos in our hometown. Like you went through all of that up until you know, like you said, like about ten years ago, like the present of what skateboarding is. Yeah. Like so, you basically witnessed through your lens, you know, the evolution of skateboarding. Yeah, I, I, it's a weird way to put it, but it's definitely true, and uh, it's hard to say, like, um, with skateboarding and what I got to see, it was definitely different, because it's also kind of hard, too, because people were a little bit hesitant to want to be in Big Brother magazine, because you know you're going to yeah. get messed with. <laughs> well, dude, I, you know what was cool? You uh, you invited me to the Tribeca Film Festival, and you, you ha let me bring my wife, Asha, and I, we came up and went to see Dumb, the uh, the Big Brother documentary, and that was so cool to kind of just watch what that was through that. But but you know, it, it gives way obviously to Jackass and all the stuff yeah, that, that that's how you it. and I met. Yeah. But um, but to see that, yeah, I mean, it, that whole culture was already there. Just like the funny little articles, like crazy stuff. You know, they're showing tits in there, and like, yeah. and it was just. 
you know basically big brother magazine was the internet before the internet yeah <laughs> yeah I, dude that's a great way of putting it that's you know, like exactly we, what it is. showed everything that you weren't supposed to see as a kid you know? yeah and uh and it was sort of like add ready you yeah. know like because it was like this thing over here that thing over there there's this like so much information happening on those so on those magazines yeah it was a it was a wild time there were some really fun moments and then uh yeah i'm just so grateful of being a part of it you know and, yeah uh, it was great when we were in El Segundo working at World Industries and had my own little office space and we just you know we all worked our butts off you know because I was doing multiple jobs I was not just shooting the photos I was scanning the photos I was the guy trying to sell ads and yeah you know so yeah just wore like many hats wore many the... hats you had to you know and even though I didn't technically know what I was doing but I was figuring <laughs> out yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I feel like that's the best part because that you get creative when yeah. when you're trying to figure out what you're doing you know and Jeff was you know laying out the magazine and Mark McKee and Sean Claver were already full-time artists doing graphics but they're also writing the stories and and then we had Earl Parker over there on the side trying to do what he could do and then uh yeah, just cranking it out. And it was so fun when it was a bi-monthly magazine. It was just, I felt like you could put a lot more into it. Yeah. And when we got sold to Flint and it became a monthly magazine, I was just like, oh, geez, this is it. This is like the beginning of the end, I felt, you know, like. Because you're kind of, then all of a sudden, it's it's almost like how Jackass was, you know, like when you think about, like, you guys had, like, the crap video and, like, all these. Yeah. And it's like it's like a culmination of stuff over time and you get like you get a you get a chance to let it breathe and kind of be creative with it and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like okay now produce this every week yeah it and was, it's like oh man and like for it you hard. it was every month it with that hard. magazine i i just people talk about it at, at, at that time frame there's like yeah you remember seeing this movie blah blah blah, blah. i'm like man i never went to movies and i don't remember watching tv because <laughs> i was so busy making the magazine i was working seven days a week and it just got to the point where I was like, I was so burned out towards the end. I just hated it and I was just fried, you know? And, and I look back at it, if I think I just took a little more time off here and there, I think it would have been better manage my, you know, my sanity, sanity you know? Yeah. Like, it was just, God, it was hard, you know? And, and it just at that time, too, there was no, there was no facilities, you know? You're just the street and like, you're you're doing this story and this guy goes, oh, I can't I can't skate this spot because such and such did this and I'm like, all right, great, where do you want to go? You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I guess we're gonna go to the Venice. Be we're gonna go to Venice Beach and go to the pit. You know? And that yeah. Was like, like that was our last go to. Like we had nowhere to go. We got kicked out everywhere. We just ended up in Venice Beach. Yeah. Well, that that's kind of what was so cool because I, I mean, growing up, I hung out with Bam and Maldonado a lot and then Carrie Getz you know came around and it mm -hmm. was like those guys and I kind of just was like the groupie of those three you know like I just hung out and traveled but it was cool to see kind of a skateboarder's mind work and go yeah. yo I need I, oh I just saw this gap over here and I need to make that happen and yeah. and trying to find those new spots that like like you said that yeah, you no one be has done before I, I get it why no one would want to try and do a trick at that they, they want it to be their thing you know yeah it's like, oh, this is my moment to shine. I want to be as creative as possible. I want a fresh spot that no one's never skated. Great, let's do it. You yeah. Know? But it's just at times when you know, when you have a deadline, it just gets hard, you know. And like you're just trying to get this done. And yeah. And then back then we're shooting film, and then you know I would get in trouble with you know Flint 
ask me why are you going through all this film because well I'm trying to explain like you're shooting a sequence and they don't make it you know you have to go through all these roles until they make the trick and then yeah yeah, yeah. thrown away <laughs> film and they didn't understand that concept and we were just going through film like crazy it's just this <laughs> pre-digital era well it's so funny because like yeah like they're they're making like what like uh penthouse or, or, or hustler, hustler yeah and whatever dirty magazine that yeah produced, you know? yeah so they're making hustler magazine and then they're coming into the skateboard world and going what's uh, what's why going you, on are you seeing all this film what, who's are you stealing it yeah 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 no i know and that is crazy to think about back when it was film you know like yeah. like now because you know now like i'll be on set and it'll just be like oh roll the roll camera and then, you know, the actors won't get the lines right or whatever happens or the lighting's wrong or something's wrong and they just don't even call cut. They just let it roll forever. Yeah. And it's because it's digital. It's like, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll just, you know, scan through that and then cut the rest out. Exactly. Where back in the day, it was like, no, each thing needs to count. Every, every moment counts, you know. You flub that line, cut. Yep, <laughs> immediately. Immediately. And, yeah, and now it's just rolling forever, and and it's crazy to think of of shooting skateboarding with film. Yeah, I, you know, know? I, I, sometimes I pull up my my transparency film, you know, yeah, reversal film. You look at, it, you're like, wow, this has a, a look to it, you know. Oh, for sure. And digital is just digital, you know. Yeah. And you could probably go in and tweak your camera to have it to make a look if you want but you can do that in photoshop too afterwards but it's just film has its own look and yeah i miss that you know and yeah it's just something. yeah i i mean i feel like you know you can try as much as you want but it doesn't have that cool feel and plus they're... when you're shooting reversal film your exposure had to be 100 percent. and yeah. back then there was no digital backs and so I, I just, over time, I figure out my own system, the way I would work my flashes and how I set everything up and, you know, and just shoot it and you just know you got it. I'm like, yeah. how, how do you know you have it? I've got it. Yeah, you know? and, that's awesome. You know, and so and I'd get it, sometimes there'd be like this one Muska cover. It was the 50th issue of Big Brother magazine and Chad was doing this rail on Wilshire Boulevard and it was, it was gnarly, you know, it's like a very little run up and he had one try. I think he did it two times, and I got the shot. Oh, two, man. Just two photos, you know? Yeah. Bam. And so, sure enough, it ended up being the cover, you know? Damn, that's, yeah, that's cool, man. You know what was, it was cool that you brought him up, too? Um, he, I feel like he's a super inspiring guy, and uh, and he's out skating a bunch. I, and I, I follow him on Instagram, and he's out skating again yeah, and doing he's, that. Uh, and... He's, he's got the bug, and which is good, you know, and just... Have, you know, it's about having fun, and I think you found that again, which is important with anything you do, whatever it's skateboarding or whatever makes you happy. As long as you're having fun, just give it a hundred percent, you know. And yeah, and, uh, I, I, that's what I like about Chad. He he gets involved in something, and he gets obsessed with it, and he follows through with it. And dude, he's done some like amazing artwork too. Like we, yeah. you, you invited me to one of his um, his art like uh, gallery showing things, and that was that was really neat. Uh, I remember just being able to be there and just see all of it, and it was like, damn, this dude, this dude inspires, you know. Like he's done a lot of great things. Like it's not just art; he's also a good fashion sense. He designs great shoes; have been very successful over the years. Yeah, you, you did some cool commercials. Yeah, one year I did, you know, a little short run of commercials with him, and uh, cut to the footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut to the Supra, right? Yeah, the Supra. The Supra. Yeah. And, uh, uh, 
so yeah it's just you know chad's a cool guy you know and i just like that he's back on the board having fun and uh, i don't know if he cares if he's ever going to be like the super gnar guy like because skateboarding is so advanced. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he needs to do that. You he know? already did that. He already I mean, did it. Like, I think just have fun with that it. That dude was on top of the world yeah. for a while. He doesn't need to be hucking himself down some huge rail to maybe kill himself. He just, yeah. you, already, you already proved yourself, you know? Well, I think that's what's really cool about skateboarding, too, is that like I feel like every single skateboarder is an artist, you know? And, yeah. and that's what's neat about that, that like sport if that's what you want to call it like it's this because it's because it is a sport but it's also like an art form and it's also it's like what's so cool and what was always fascinating to me about skateboarding is that like you look at a guy like chad and it's like yeah he did he was the pinnacle of skateboarding and then he went on to do his music and then he went on to do his artwork and then he's you know and then he's finding his way back on a board to have fun with it and that that's just cool to watch and 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 yeah and some of the other dudes like bucky you know, like watching Bucky Lasik, like skating that, like, dude, he was, he had something on his Instagram the other day that was like, what? Yeah, this Bucky. dude is crushing. And like, yeah. you know, and he, I mean, and you know, he's mid forties or whatever. And just still, I think Chad shredding. injured. So he yeah. hurt himself. So I think he fell out for a while and he's just finally getting back into it. And I, it's just one of the things like, if you don't get off your board and you keep going to keep going, you're going to maintain that, you know? perfect example is Tony Hawk he put out that amazing video part when he turned 50 yeah he was just like dude what are you doing like <laughs> this guy's killing it yeah he's better I, than ever yeah I mean that's it's amazing dude and it is it's just to see the evolution but but to also watch like that there's like even like with with Musco like he just continues to put out creative energy and and regardless of whatever it is that he's doing like i said i'm inspired by that dude like i watch that stuff and i'm like man this guy just goes that direction and and he's just doing awesome stuff and then he goes that direction he's doing awesome stuff isn't it interesting how when people are doing positive things that you can latch onto that and you want to like be like that and it's an inspiring yeah and it just goes to show when you're positive and you're putting that energy out there people are attracted to it just say for instance like day one do you ever follow him in it? yeah oh, yeah <laughs> yeah his stuff is just incredible and he's just doing like the stuff that he's always been good at and back in when he was you know in the big brother days he never wanted to showcase it is the goofy tricks yeah he always wanted to just do the, t- the the tech trick that would like you know was supposed to be but now he's just like you know what i'm gonna do whatever i want yeah and i admire that so much more about him and He's just, I think he's better than ever. And I just love watching his Instagram because it just blows my mind. Well, that, yeah. And that's, and that's kind of what I was thinking is, is terms of just creative. Like, it's like once he's truly himself and doing yeah. exactly that, that's when you're like, man, taking notice. I mean, not that you weren't, like, because that guy is incredible for, throughout his whole career. But, but to, to see that, like, and, and I think as you age, like, I feel like, um, just being such a fan of skateboarding growing up and all that, I always felt like it was like it was like a rock star sort of thing where it's like, yeah, but what are you gonna do when you're thirty? Yeah, you know what well, I mean. No and one knew back then. Yeah, and then well, I mean, especially parents too, because yeah. they're like, put the skateboard down, go to college. What are you gonna? And it's yeah. like, and then you watch and you say like, Tony's putting out this insane video when he's fifty, and you know, and and Day Wong is is like doing all these these you know this is awesome stuff and. Uh, I don't know. It's just so cool to see it progress and, and also to watch the skateboarders age 
but then get more creative as time goes and then do with what's like within their their realm but but yeah. that that makes it more themselves it's just it's awesome to watch that over the course of time yeah i agree like mosca day one tony and uh i don't know who else you know it just seems like everyone that i, that I follow they're, they're enjoying themselves and no matter what age they're at and yeah it's important in life you know you just gotta have, be happy and be content yeah no that's cool well well, speaking of uh, the pe- of like <laughs> continuing to do stuff, I was thinking actually that for some reason that made me think of didn't you just go with Steve O and, and film some? <laughs> I did. I don't. I don't know if I'm allowed to even discuss. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to give it away. Because you can't. You, but uh, but yeah, it he, seems I, I went DP'd a segment for Steve O recently, and I think you'll be able to see it on his upcoming comedy tour. I'm not gonna get out. <laughs> Get the cat out of the bag, but it was pretty. You know, yeah, it's definitely something to uh, to look towards. Yeah, um, you'll you'll see it on his upcoming comedy tour. I had a camera buddy, uh, Chuck. I guess was he with you there? This kid, Chuck. I don't know. Um, no, I don't think so, so he texted me that he was like that he was there or whatever, and he was like, "Yo, I'm with like Rick and these guys," and like I, I guess he might have just been like a, an assistant or helping you guys out or whatever. There's this guy, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, and then. I don't know who Chuck. Who's, who's Chuck? He's like this skinny kid, but he sent me this text and he's like, "Yo, I'm with them right now. You never believe what's happening." I'm like, "Oh, I know what's happening. I was talking to Rick, you know." And uh, and so yeah, like uh, it's just hilarious. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah. But but it's cool to to I was just, as you were you know we we're talking about just continuing to like film stuff and do stuff and evolve and 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 keep getting you know doing it, new things. Steve blows my mind, you know, and like. He's always been the type of guy that's always producing, whether he was messed up on drugs at his lowest point and still getting crazy footage. But now that he's 10 years clean and sober, he is so focused and so on it. I just, it blows me away that he's just created this successful comedy tour. He's always been had a good stage presence, even though when he was back doing the old stuff. But he's just so more refined, and he's just got together, and it's just, it's inspiring, you know? And I've, I looked at him like, wow, man, you're a role model. You know, like, yeah. you're doing great things, and, you know? And and I feel like, dude, like, that thing he did in Hollywood with the SeaWorld thing, like, I, I literally think it, like, because didn't they change now they're not going to have, like... I think it's part of it. I think it was yeah. part of the evolution of things. Yeah, and, I mean, but, it, it, like, there, it, you know, I, I feel like... It was probably happening, but he definitely like nudged it over the edge with yeah. like just bringing so much attention to it. I, I watched that documentary, uh, Blackfish or whatever. Uh, I've never seen. It. I heard it's pretty. Oh, happy. dude, it was. It was yeah, like, oh my god. Yeah. So, and then to see what he's doing with that, like SeaWorld sucks and and all that stuff. It's it's cool to watch and uh, and he's always been a, been an awesome guy and um, even when he was you know in the drug world uh he was still you know a good dude with a good heart and uh and, and it's cool to watch that um but yeah so you have to look look forward to uh his upcoming comedy tour <laughs> it's coming it's yeah. coming your way <laughs> yeah no, that's awesome um so i was thinking more about because i mean you're you're constantly doing stuff and and you're inspiring to me too like i oh, like you. you know i was saying that about muska but when every time i go over to your house you're like hey check this out i'm working on this or hey i'm working on that and i'm like man it, it, it inspires me so when I, whenever i leave hanging out with you i'm like man i gotta i gotta work on the things that i wanted to work on and yeah. it, and it, it like 
and, and in a good positive way it, it inspires me to go damn i need to keep doing what i'm doing and, and keep working on that stuff because yeah you always have something fun like there's always some fun project i i watched um i forget what what was it was that one video um i, I was looking at it on your uh on your uh website but it was like you know the dude in the train and he's like the, the skater kid in the train and he's like on the train and then kind of following throughout like uh, but but anyway there there's so many of that stuff you know that like like I don't know what I can talk about in terms of like you have another project in the I got, works I got a few things in the in the in the in the fire right now and, yeah uh, just cranking them out but you know these passion projects can only go as fast as they can go when there's yeah. no finance behind it but I've got like four things I'm working on at the moment yeah and uh, just being resourceful and you know and just I think it's great because it's practicing when you got very little resource and what you can create. Yeah. With next to nothing. Sure, give me some money. We'll shoot on a red. I'll be glad to. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. Give me a sponsorship or whatever it's going to take. We'll, we'll knock it out, you know, but... Um, but when you're, yeah, like when you're when just you kind of forced to be creative with, with what you gotta make limited resources. What you can work with, you know, and it's I think it's challenging and it's fun and... Yeah, I guess it's not it's not the it's not the tools it's the cook or is that the correct correct analogy? Yeah. Yes, sure. sure. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but also we did uh, or, or like I didn't, but you did uh, the Turbo Negro music video, and then you you um, you asked me to help out on one of the days, and, and yeah. that was super fun. We got that old El Camino, and oh, and uh, <laughs> that thing was barely running, and <laughs> we're out in the middle of the desert. It's like a hundred and something degrees. Yeah, it was and, crazy. It worked out great though, you know. And uh, what was the what's the song for the Turbo Negro? Hot for Nietzsche. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, uh, you have to check that out. It's out there, and uh, that was fun. You know, it's like. I wanted to take the video in another direction, but they just really were looking to have a certain type of look, and I'm like, all right, I just, I'll do what you guys want, you know? And, yeah, uh, it look, it, it looks awesome. I mean, that was like a live performance in live, Vegas. You know, performance of the two days we filmed the the punk rock bowling, and we drove back into uh, Santa Ana, and they did a show at the Observatory, so we just kind of meshed the two nights together, you know, kind of make it hope it looked like you couldn't tell. Yeah, and. Uh, Worked with what we got, you know, and made the most of it, and uh, I think it turned out okay. Oh yeah, it looked. I mean, I thought it turned out awesome, uh, you know. And I, I, yeah, I just I watched it, I watched it again recently, and um, but yeah, it was cool to be a little part of that, and uh, and then open. Yeah, man. Well, no, it was it was it was cool to be asked, and I and you were like, oh, we need to find a car, and I was like, I know this kid with this old El Camino, and you know, it was like part of the beginning or something where you they were driving yeah, towards like, Vegas. Yeah, like going to Vegas. Yeah. And it was like a, some sort of a like they were playing the song from the previous video, so it was like you got that looping in trying to in this new video. Oh yeah. So I don't know if anyone caught that, but yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah, that's cool. Um, and, and so now like, um, some other things I was thinking of, like you always bring me down to the comedy store for like, there was like roast battle. You, you introduced yeah. me to that roast battle and, and kill Tony night. Yeah. The kill Tony podcast. Uh, they, they go tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually I, 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 yeah, I'm a, I, I got a thing, but I would, I, uh, I, I'm supposed to do this. You're always welcome to come. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, we. I want to go again soon because yeah. I, I did, and, and that's like a, and that's super fun. They, yeah, I love going down there because uh, I was introduced to it a couple years ago, and I started going to the roast battle night, and uh, I would just stand in the very back in the belly room and like just just 
tell the people at the door you're a comedian. I'm like, okay. That's uh, we don't have to pay. And like, comedian, I'm like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm hilarious. I'm hilarious. <laughs> so I would just stand in the very back for like the first six months, I think I want to say. And just observing this world that just being introduced to, and it was just like, wow, this is it. It's like a punk rock concert with just slash wrestling and just humor and it was exciting and just yeah i was obsessed with it i was like i'm not gonna tell anyone about this I'm <laughs> friends for a while because i want this is my thing yeah 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 i'm stoked and because i feel like throughout my career it's always kind of like the, my biggest achievements are things that, that make people laugh like big brother magazine and jackass and and now i'm seeing this world of you know stand-up comedy and uh i just loved 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 it and i would just go every week every yeah. week I was, i'm there i'm still going every week yeah and uh so um well they ended up turning it into a show or right like yeah roast bow turned into a tv show i think it's the third third season now i just went to a taping the other night and i watched the jeff ross roast uh or battle i should say against blake griffin oh Detroit, the, Detroit Pistons. The, the basketball guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tony Hinchcliffe went up against uh, another guy. And uh, so uh, this is Mike Lawrence, I think. And uh, But, yeah, it was just a fun show to watch, you know. But it's just weird to see it on this bigger scale and, and a bigger, you know, like a fancy stage and audience that, you know, you have to go through a special company so you can watch TV taping and they just place people and yeah but at the comic store in the belly room it's like it's a lot gnarlier it's like everything goes it's like it's a little sacred ground so you could just say whatever you want oh you know? yeah and it's it's pretty raw yeah know? and i've seen some amazing moments in there just you're like wow <laughs> bonkers you know and yeah yeah they don't have to like kind of pc it up there's for, no pc it's, yeah yeah <laughs> it's, everything goes and it's just it's exciting it's funny and i've seen some of the most creative writing ability and joke writing and just yeah and then it's a lot of spontaneous stuff too you know and it's just a certain energy and excitement and i'm like i'd get home and i'm like god i can't go to sleep now i'm just my brain is yeah. just like <laughs> charge so, yeah that's also are they still doing it like that or is it always being taped it's not always being taped okay so they just i think they did three tapings two shows a tape two two shows a night so i think it's finished and yeah, so they're just back in, you know, they do upstairs in the belly room, keep it small, exciting. Yeah. And then Kill Tony's in the main room now. And that's great too. I've seen some just incredible moments there. And yeah, it's just fun, you know. I just like to see everyone trying to, you know, give it their best, you know. And yeah. Even though some of it really sucks, you know. The, the one night I went, it was funny because there was like this guy that he. I guess hadn't been up on stage in all these years and then like he he could tell he was nervous so he was just drinking a lot oh and that's then, that guy I, oh, <laughs> yeah yeah and man. then and then by the time they called him up on the thing he was like liquored up you it know it was bad and he got up there and just got killed he made like, a complete ass out of himself. yeah he made an ass out of himself and then all of the comedians were just like Hated just him. roasting him so hard like they literally got it, it it went from like funny to like I think they hate him. Oh, because he, he made a complete ass of it. And he was disrespecting everyone. And yeah. he just, his ego got in the way. And I was just like, 
oh my god I've been talking about this guy to people like yeah this guy I'm friends with he used to be a comedian here at the comedy store yeah he wants to come on the show <laughs> blah 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 and he got on and he burned himself to the ground and I'm like <laughs> I was so embarrassed I'm like oh my god I can't believe I was talking about this, you know? Yeah, you're like, I don't I don't know that guy. I don't, I don't know that guy at all. <laughs> and it was just like, not only, I was embarrassed because I was like speaking highly of him, but he was embarrassing to himself. And he, yeah. And, you know, since then, I've never spoken to him. Yeah, he like bailed out right he after just, that, and that gone. was it. And it was like, it. oh, man, I hope he's all right. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, I hope he, you know, got an Uber ride home or something. Someone came and picked him up because he was wasted. Yeah, I mean, it was it was funny because I, I, that was kind of a reminder to me because, you know, like I haven't, drank, I haven't been drinking in like nine years. And I used to do that all the time. Like if I get super nervous, I would just keep drinking, yeah. drinking, 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 drinking. And all of a sudden you're laying under the table completely wasted. And it's like your nerves get to you and and so i could relate to him a little bit in the fact that he was doing that and i and i bet you if you didn't drink that hard he probably wouldn't have been that bad he would have been more yeah, aware i think of... he'd been a little you know not so cocky and and just like hey yeah man this is cool thanks for getting the opportunity and just kind of talk a little bit more and instead of like he was trying to make fun of everyone and being a jerk, and it's just yeah. backfired on him. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> I just watched that thing go off the rails hard. Hard. Yeah. It's just like, oh yeah, man. And I had to go talk to Tony about the next day. I was like, oh my god, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, but so. kind of funny too. And you know, he did to himself, you know. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. So that's what on Monday nights is the Kill Tony Kill thing Tony, at, yeah. at the Comedy Store. Yeah, and that's great. Yeah, that's super fun. I think uh, we man Jason was out that night with us. Yeah, was, he's yeah. gone up a couple times, and you know I've been a guest on the show, and even though it's hard to be a guest on that show because it's just it's a fast moving performance of like you know yeah, I, and then and I learned from my moments of being on television too. It's like you don't want to step over people's lines, and so I don't know when to say things, and it's going so quick, and I don't want to be like. Oh, I just ruined this guy's what he's trying to say for me just to yeah. chime in and so it's like a it's a muscle. It's yeah. a skill set you gotta it's develop. Like, it's a dance. <laughs> it is a dance. Yeah. yeah. So, well and uh Jeremiah, the one dude on there is oh, super he's, funny he's and amazing. Yeah, and he's just like kind of I feel like yeah, he's a guy you wouldn't want to get in the, you wouldn't want to step no. on him because he's like he's let those guys shine. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Like they're great and yeah. everyone's super fun on that show and it's cool that I've slowly gotten to develop a friendship with these guys you know and like it's a trust uh, and i just i've kind of just slowly eased my way in the whole that world and just didn't like push anyone around i just stood in the back in the in the belly room watching the roast battle and then finally brian Moses goes hey man what's up uh, i'm brian you know he introduced himself yeah I'm like hey i'm rick he's like hey want to come sit down and then finally from that on out from there on out i was like always up in the vip section or i could you know they just anytime i yeah. can walk in now and they take good care of me and they're super cool and but i don't overextend it you know and yeah no it's awesome and yeah and you've been able to bring me out which is is super fun to to witness it and be a part of it and dude i love i love it down there i love always going to the comedy you know comedy shows in general Mm -hmm. Uh, i have one of my buddies on the podcast that's a comedian and uh and he has a show um called the darkest hour which is like a bunch of comedians that come up and do it and uh actually on the 24th i'm going to go out and do a, like a little Ooh. story oh and uh because he was like oh tell one of your like dark stories like funny dark stories kind of thing and i was like oh man that would be cool i i've never gotten up on stage and done that you know so uh yeah so i feel like the- i have a lot of funny stories maybe i can contribute to something in the future you yeah know? 
Yeah, it will get guy, you up there. Yeah, that would. You know, get. some of the guys uh, when did these jackass storytelling tours, and I yeah. didn't get, I asked on it. I would love to because I could. I got some things I could share. Yeah. You know, and, but, well, we'll have to get you on that because, uh, like, he he has some good guests on on the show, and yeah, uh, and he's looking to try to get that going, like. Like the comedians do their thing, and then like kind of at the end, you do like like ten minute story of whatever's you yeah. know uh, you know. I have to figure out what I'd want to share though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it won't be recorded, so you can share whatever you want. You don't have to be PC, and you can let it fly. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, that that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna do that in a couple of weeks here, and that should be fun. Where are you gonna do that at? Uh, I forget what the venue is called. Um, I have to figure it out. He said it a bunch of times while I was on here, but but it's uh, I'll figure out what it is. But it's uh, on the twenty fourth of August. Flappers? Um, no, it's down in Hollywood, I think. Oh. Um, and Improv? Yeah, I'm not sure. So it's but it's uh, I think it's like more of like a, like probably like a smaller spot, not like oh. a huge spot like that. But uh, it's called the Darkest Hour. His cool. his thing. So uh, but the that Darkest yeah. Hour. Yeah, we'll have to get you on there, dude. That'll be that'll be yeah, fun. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, man, well, it's been awesome kind of just chatting and, and catching up and, yeah, thank you. and going through the, uh, the world of Rick Kosick cause it's, uh, it's an interesting world, man. You, you do some awesome stuff and, thank you. and, uh, I, I'm always impressed and, and inspired by you and, and it's fun to have you on here and just kind of chat. Yeah, man. Well, hopefully we can, we'll chat again soon. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, man. Thank you. Cool. Yeah.